And now, it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Welcome to Witness Radio, the only show that doesn't care about ratings because our sole purpose is to save souls. On purpose. I'm your host, Ryan Muniak, and if this is your first time listening to the show, make sure you check out witnesstalkradio.org for more episodes. Today we're back on the University of Cincinnati campus, and we're talking to students about the death of Robin Williams. Whenever a major celebrity passes on, it's a great opportunity to talk to people about spiritual things, just like I'll do on the show today. Before we get to the witnessing clips, though, there's some unfinished business that we must attend to. Last week, we had a contest to give away two signed copies of Apocity, the Greatest Omission. To enter, you had to answer this trivia question. Which branch of the military does George Alvarado serve in, and what is his job title? The correct answers are the Air Force, and he's an airman. Not a soldier, which is what I incorrectly called him on the show. And now, to select two winners at random, Vance Summerlin and Robert Poe. Congratulations to you both for correctly answering the trivia questions and winning signed copies of Opacity. You'll be contacted shortly via email, and we'll get those books out right away. Thanks to everyone that entered. You're listening to Witness Radio. What are your thoughts on, on Robin Williams as a person? On Robin Williams, he was just a great guy who always like lent a hand to those who needed it. And for people of our generation right now, like we grew up watching his movies, so it's pretty sad that he passed away. Absolutely. Uh, what was your favorite Robin Williams movie? Oh, man. I can never remember the name, but it's the one where he dressed up as that old lady, you know? Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah, that's the one. Okay, yeah, uh, one of my favorites was, was Hook, where he played uh, Peter Pan. Um, so, you know, it, it's really sad that, uh, that he decided to commit suicide. What do you think w- would cause someone to commit suicide? Well, you know, people like him who always, like, are, like, the bigger people, and they're letting the hand of the people under him. Like, he was always so funny and upbeat that he always helped people when they were down. And so if, like, he was the highest and always the most upbeat, like, who's going to help him when he's down? You know what I'm trying to say? Gotcha. All right. So uh, what do you think happened to him after he died? Do you think there's an afterlife? Um, uh, that's a tough question. Me, personally, I'm more agnostic than anything, so I'm just like, anything's up for a good argument, but uh, if there's an afterlife, I hope he's in a good place. So you, you hope kind of like he, he went to heaven or something? Right, okay. So what, do you, what do you think someone has to do to, to get to heaven? To get to heaven? Um, just be a good person, just, hmm. Just always try to do the right, the right thing in the right situation. Just make the right choices. So, let me let me put you on the spot here, Nathan. Uh, 
do you think you're a good person? Do you think you're good enough to get to heaven? I do. I try to live my life and doing good deeds and helping out people. Okay. Let's uh, let's put that to the test, okay? See if, see if you really are a good person. Uh, how many lies have you told in your whole life? How many lies have I told? Yeah. Are you talking like solid bad lies or like white lies just to get yourself out of a little bit of trouble? Your choice. My choice? Well, all over I've probably told a couple hundred lies, I would say. It's a good estimate. So, uh, what do you call someone who tells a couple hundred lies? Hmm. It just depends on the severity of the lies, really. If I lied to you, what would you call me? A liar. So, what are you? A liar. Thanks for your honesty. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so next question. Uh, Have you ever stolen anything, even something small? I have. What do you call someone who steals? Stealer. No, those are the guys in Pittsburgh. They steal football games. Uh, A thief. Right, a thief. Okay. Excuse me. So, next question. Have you ever used uh, the names God, Jesus, or Christ, like a curse word? I have. That one's called blasphemy, taking the Lord's name in vain. And that one's very serious in his eyes. Uh, One more, and this is the big one. Uh, The Bible says, do not commit adultery. But Jesus took it a step further. He looked at the thought life. He said, whoever looks with lust has committed adultery already in his heart. Have you ever looked with lust? I have. So, Nathan, by your own admission, you stated that you're a lying, thieving, blasphemous, adulterate at heart. Now, what I used there was uh, the, the Ten Commandments as a standard of goodness, of righteousness. Um... And uh, according to the Bible, it, it says that you, you you need moral perfection in order to, to get into heaven, in order to be considered good enough to get into heaven. Uh, so, Nathan, you failed the test. Um, now, that, that that's bad news. Um, but the thing is, I'm sure you're thinking it, we've all failed the test, right? Yep. So... What do you think God should do to people because they've broken his law, because they've failed that test? Mm, I think every law is up for some strange, like, deviations and like, a little leeway here and there. But so if they can, like, just make it up in some other way, I think it would be fine. Okay, kind of like karma, uh, doing more good deeds than bad deeds? Right. Okay. Well, unfortunately... That's not how God's uh, justice system works. You know, it, it, his justice system is very much like our justice system. You know, if you're uh, standing before a judge and he pronounces you guilty, uh, telling him that you're going to go out and serve the poor and, and uh, feed the homeless is not going to help you to get out of jail at all. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, the Bible actually says that... Uh, all liars will have their place in the lake which burns with fire and sulfur. That's a place called hell. It also says that no thief, no adulterer will inherit the kingdom of God. That's heaven. And it says he will not hold you guiltless for taking his name in vain. Now, does it concern you, Nathan, that if you were to die today, that you would possibly end up in hell? It does not, really. Why, why doesn't it concern you at all? I think that if every single person 
as you said, has like gone through and has done at least some of these things, that means that no one would be in heaven at all and that everyone is just going to hell, which doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's understandable that that wouldn't make any sense to you um, because it doesn't sound like there's really a point to living because, because then we're all going to hell, right? So there's a piece of missing information that I haven't shared with you yet uh, that would allow people like yourself and like me to escape hell and go to heaven. Would you be interested in hearing that missing piece of information? Sure. See, God is good. He's just. He's holy. And he says that he cannot have any sin come before him. Um, so we need to be perfect and holy and just and righteous in order to get to heaven. But as we've seen, none of us can attain that. We've all sinned. We've all broken God's laws. But God did something for you and for me and for everybody else so that we could escape hell. And that was he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to this earth. He was born of a virgin, lived a perfect, sinless life. Uh, he was actually God in the flesh. And then he was beaten and whipped uh, and crucified, which means he was hung by his hands and feet on a, on a Roman cross. And he died on that cross. Um, and, you know, he, he was punished like a criminal, even though he didn't break any laws. The reason that he died on that cross was not because he deserved it. It was because you deserve it, Nathan, and I deserve it. You see, when he was on that cross, he was taking our place. He was taking our punishment upon himself. Um, the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So our sins cannot be taken away without the shedding of blood. Now it can be your blood or it can be Jesus' blood. And Jesus died for you, and then he rose again on the third day, defeating death and hell. So let me go back to that courtroom real quick. You're standing before the, the judge, you're guilty. He says you can pay a billion dollar fine or you can rot in jail for the rest of your life. Do you have a billion dollars to pay the fine? I do not. Okay. So just as he's about to slam the gavel down and send you away, someone you don't even know comes into the courtroom, lays down the, the money, the fine, says their fine has been paid. Nathan's fine is, is paid. Justice has been satisfied please let my friend go. And that's what Jesus did on the cross. He was paying our fine with his life's blood. See, we couldn't afford to get ourselves into heaven. There's no way we can afford that price. But Jesus paid the price for us. And he said this, uh, repent and believe the gospel. He says you need to be born again, and that's how you be born again, is by repenting, which it's an older word, but simply it means to do a 180, turn away from your sin. You know, you're, you, you love your sin, you love doing the things that, are, that go against God. Jesus says to turn away from it and to turn towards God, to follow him. And you do that by putting your trust in Jesus Christ and him alone. Um, and he says once you do that, he'll give you a new heart with new desires. You no longer desire to sin, but you'll desire to serve the one who saved you, God. And he says he'll grant you eternal life. You'll get to escape hell, which you rightly deserve and I rightly deserve. But you can go to heaven 
not not on your own deeds, not on your own merits, but based on what Jesus did on the cross. Does that make sense, Nathan? It does. So, Nathan, uh, I, I went through kind of a lot of stuff here in, in this uh, quick radio interview. Do you have any any questions or anything that didn't make sense to you? Not really, no. Well, Nathan, um, one last question for you. Uh, knowing what you know now that we that I've shared with you, when do you think you'll get right with God? Mm, when I decide within myself that I'm ready to repent. Well, I want to encourage you and, and urge you, plead with you, to get right with God right away. Because we don't know when we're going to die. You know, Robin Williams, he had some idea because he committed suicide. I hope that you won't be planning your own death. I hope death will find you when you least expect it, uh, because that means you didn't commit suicide. Uh, but that's, that's the truth of the matter, is, is we don't know when we're going to die. And once we die, that's it. There's no second chance. We need to make sure we're right with God today. But Nathan, I want to thank you so much for talking with me. It's been a, a pleasure. And uh, I hope you'll think about these things. Okay, Nathan says he's agnostic. That means he doesn't know if there's a God. Well, that's a lie because Romans 1 says he knows that there is a God. He's suppressing the truth and unrighteousness, but he does know deep down inside. When I'm talking with agnostics, typically they have a apathetic attitude towards everything. They just don't have much care for, for anything. So when I talk with these people, I try to focus or emphasize certain things, like the punishment that Jesus took for our sins. By emphasizing Jesus' punishment, it can help them to see the severity of their sins. It can help them to see just how angry God is with them or how wrathful he is. I also urged him to think about death. You know, I tried to show him that he could die at any moment. And then he's in very big trouble. So when you're talking with someone who's very apathetic or just doesn't seem to care, try to emphasize the important points of Jesus' punishment, the fine that he paid with his blood, and emphasize how severe their sins are. Ratings. We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan Muriak. <coughs> but we like Ryan. <coughs> we do! Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. Okay, next I'm talking with Andy, and you'll see that he tries to sidestep the issue of of calling himself a liar, and you know you got to keep these guys focused. You got to keep them focused on the issues, keep them focused on their sins. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, we're all sinners." Well, no, that doesn't make people understand that their sin is personal. That if you have lied, you are a liar. You have broken God's law. You are in deep trouble. But at the same time, you'll notice when I'm talking with Andy that I use humor to lighten the mood, but I'm still focusing in on his sin, zeroing in on it. And at the end, I'm not seeking for a decision. When I ask him 
talk to him about getting right with God. I'm, I'm seeking repentance. I, I'm hoping that he, his heart will be pierced and that he will see his need for a savior. What are your thoughts on, on Robin Williams uh, as a whole, as a person? I thought he was a really great actor. Um, my uh, two favorite movies he was in uh, were Mrs. Doubtfire and Jumanji. Okay, I haven't heard Jumanji yet. I've heard the Doubtfire one. Why, why was Jumanji your, one of your favorites? Um, I just always thought the story was pretty fascinating. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Uh, one of my favorites was, uh, was Hook, where he played uh, grown-up Peter Pan. I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, I haven't. You haven't? Okay. Uh, Netflix, it's on there. Check okay. it out. It's good. Um, so, you know, he, he recently committed suicide. Um, why, why do you think? Why do you think he would do that? I mean, he he, he was uh, an actor, uh, comedian, celebrity. Seemed to be pretty popular. I mean, everybody I know liked the guy. Why do you think he would commit suicide? I know he was feeling some depression, and a lot of times when people are depressed, uh, when it's really bad, they can commit suicide eventually. So, what do you think? What do you think happens to people, you know, after they die? What do you think happens to what what do you think happened to Robin Williams after he died? I think he probably went to heaven. Do you, do you have any uh base for that? Like why why would you say he went to heaven? Because I don't think he's really done anything bad over the years. And um yeah. So basically uh he was a good person. Yes. So he's was good enough to get to heaven. Okay. So, Andy, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, do you think you're good enough to get to heaven? Like if you were to die today? I think so. Um, why do you think so? Because I'm generally a good person. I'm, I mean, I've probably done a few little bad things, but um, nothing too serious. Well, let me, uh, let me test that. Uh, claim, uh, I'm going to put you through the good person test. You okay with that? You got a few minutes? Okay. So, uh, Andy, first question. How many lies have you told in your whole life? Rough estimate. Uh, probably about 30 or so. Okay. What do you call someone who tells 30 or so lies? Um, I say they're pretty much a normal person because I feel like most people will tell at least that many lies throughout their life. Right, but we're, we're focused on, on you right now, Andy. So, what, let me put it to you this way. If I were to tell you a lie, what would you call me? Um, I'd think you're a liar. Okay. So, Andy, what are you? Um, I'd probably be a liar myself. Thanks for your honesty, Andy. That was good. All right, so next question. Have you ever stolen anything, even something small? Yes, I have. What do you call someone who steals? A thief. Very good. So right now you are a? Thief. No, you're a lying thief. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one. Um, Have you ever used the name God or Jesus or Christ in a derogatory sense or in a a way like a curse word? No. Never? Okay, good. Uh, Last one. This is the big one. The Bible says, do not commit adultery. But Jesus took it a step further. He looked at your thought life. He says, uh, whoever looks with lust 
has committed adultery already in his heart. Have you ever looked with lust? Mm, not that I can think of. Okay, is there blood in your veins? Yes. <laughs> uh, the reason I say that is pretty much everybody, uh, at least as of the age of puberty, has lusted. You know, looked uh, at another person with uh, illicit sexual desire. Okay. So, w- would you say you've done that? I think so. Okay. So, Andy, based on your own admissions, we can sum up that you are a lying, thieving, adulterer at heart. That might be the case. <laughs> well, Andy, that, that means that you failed the good person test. You're not a good person. You're like the rest of us. What do you think about that? Uh, I guess that's probably right. So, listen, what I used was, uh, for the standard of goodness, was I used the Ten Commandments. Um, a lot of people figure that, that that's that, that's good if you kept those. Um, in fact, it, it, it's pretty much moral perfection. You know, um, so let me, let me go into this, into a different realm here. Say you were to die today and you were to stand before God on, on judgment day. And he looked at your whole life and he saw every time you lied and every time you stole and every time you looked with lust... Do you think he would find you innocent or guilty? He could find me guilty uh, just because, um, like, really it was my decision to do bad things. And um, really people who do that are guilty of it. So do you think he would send you to heaven or to hell? He could send me to hell. He could. Does that concern you at all? Um, maybe a little bit. Well, let me see if I can uh, help you uh, see the uh, concerning nature of your state right now, okay? The Bible says that all liars will have their part in the lake which burns with fire and sulfur. That's a place called hell. It says no thief, no adulterer will inherit the kingdom of God. That's heaven. Um... So based on what the Bible says, you would be going to hell. You'd be burning in a lake of fire forever and ever. Um, And that should concern you. I know it concerns me. Um, But there is some extra information that I'm purposely leaving out uh, at this point. Um, And that information is the way that you can get out of hell the way that you can go to heaven in spite of your sin. Would you be interested in hearing that? Okay. So, God needs to punish those who break his law, those who sin, um, because he's a good God and he can't have sin come before him. Um, uh, A good analogy would be uh, like in the fall time when the leaves are falling, you pick up one of those dry brown leaves and you put it next to a flame. What's going to happen to that leaf if you put it next to a flame? Um, it could burn, and it will give, give off a really bad smell. Well, yeah, it, it's definitely going to burn. Right. And, you know, the fire is going to consume it. Um, and that's how it is with God and, and, and sin. If sin gets close to him, 
he can, it consumes us. We, we, we burn. Um, but God made a way for us to escape hell, to escape the flames. And that was he sent Jesus Christ to this earth. He was born of a virgin. He was fully God and fully man. Uh, he lived a perfect, sinless life. He never lied or stole or looked with lust. And then about 33 years into his life, he was beaten and kicked and punched and whipped and all kinds of torturous things done to him. And the most torturous thing was they hung him on a cross. Uh, that's how they uh, punished criminals in that day, was they hung him on a cross called crucifixion. You know, put nails in their hands and feet, and they hung there until they died. Well, Jesus died on the cross, not because he deserved it, because he wasn't a criminal. He never broke the law. He died for you, Andy, and for me and for everybody else. You see, and when he died, he rose three, he came back from the dead three days later. He defeated death and hell. And he offers you and everybody else an opportunity to escape hell and go to heaven. Now, the reason that he had to do that was because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Uh, in other words, uh, the sin cannot be washed away, cannot be taken away, unless there is bloodshed. Now, the choice we have before us is do you want your blood to be credited credited to your account? Or do you want Jesus' blood to be credited to your account? But before you answer that, let me put this out there. Your blood is tainted. Your blood is not enough to get you out of hell because you've sinned. It's not perfect. And there, it was needed to have a perfect sacrifice. And that's why Jesus came to die on the cross. So now, he says that you have to do something in order to have his blood credited to your account, the payment credited to you. He says you need to be born again. Do you know how to be born again, Andy? Not exactly. Well, Andy, he said that you need to repent, which means to turn away from your sins, do like a 180. You know, no longer desire to follow your sin or desire to do your sin, but desire to turn away from them and follow God. He said you also need to believe the gospel. The gospel is the good news, the news that I just shared with you about Jesus. He said believe in him, believe in Jesus and what he did on the cross for you. And when I say believe, I don't just mean a superficial, yeah, he was a real guy. I mean put your trust in him. Like uh, when you're driving in a car and you put the seatbelt on. You're trusting that seatbelt to save your life if you get into a car accident. Yes. With Jesus, you need to put your, entrust your life to him. And that, that's how you can be born again. That's how you can escape hell and get to heaven. Turn from your sin and put your trust in Jesus Christ alone. Andy, does that, all that make sense? I think it does. Have you ever heard anything like this before? Um, I might have. And do you have uh, any any questions or anything not clear? I think I'm pretty good right now. Well, Andy, one last question for you. 
knowing that uh, we we don't know when we're going to die. Right. You know, any of us could die in, in an instant. Mm-hmm. When are you going to get right with God? Um, when I know um, I'm not doing anything bad. And um, well, I, I want to encourage you to get right with them before that. Right. Um, because we're, we're always doing something bad, but... You know, not doing anything bad still won't save us. You know, we need to uh, surrender ourselves to Jesus. Uh, you know, turn away from our sins by putting our trust in Jesus Christ. You know, surrender your life to Him. Give it up to Him. And He will save you. He will give you eternal life. You'll no longer have to fear death. Because you'll know that you're going to heaven when you die. You're going to be with God. You're going to be with Jesus. Okay, so Andy, I I do want to encourage you to get right with God as soon as possible, because there's nothing more important than where you're going to spend eternity. Okay? You're listening to Witness Radio. Before I go, I wanted to share that Witness Radio is moving to a new day and time. New episodes of Witness Radio will now be available on Wednesday mornings at 7.30 Eastern Time. But you can still listen to shows whenever you like after they're posted. Thanks for your patience during this transition. And until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you.